still we fucked up. Fucked up bad. Tell me something encouraging. I just smoked a buck. I smoked a fork. Oh my god, my first year. Alrighty, guys. Man, me and Brian, we got a, uh, a special podcast today. It uh, It's super cool for me, and it's super cool for Brian. We've been trying to do this for a while, and we finally locked it in. But real quick, before we start introducing where we're at and who we're with, uh, we're going to go ahead and just wrap off a few things about our uh, our companies that have been with us for a while. The the first one is Victory Archery, the Carbon Arrow Experts. Dude, if you guys ain't shooting VAPs, you last. If you're looking for a new set of arrow, definitely check them out. The VAP SS, they're insane. I can't wait to get my hands on them. I'm going to be shooting those in 2021. You guys, uh, no joke, man. Brian's fixing to switch to TKO rips, and uh, here we go. Well, uh, <laughs> shout out to Tracer USA, the lightest and fastest glassing system on the market. Save a few pounds in your pack and be able to go further. Yeah, absolutely. Real quick, last but not least, man, we got uh, Archery Geek Custom Strings. Brian's fixing to get a new new set of strings on his bow. For next year, 2021, his strings right now are falling apart. Oh, man, they're bad. It's bad. So he, bad. we can't wait to get a new setup on his bow. We'll start posting pictures of that. Give uh, Evan a big shout-out <clears throat> on Instagram or or however you guys are going to get a hold of him, and, and he'll set you up. Make sure you use uh, Ridge15 promo code. He'll hook you up. Let him know. It's a good deal. All righty, guys. So we're over here in Lakeside, California, sitting down with uh, Danny Meadows and yep. uh, the shitty bowman. I know Swinging you're gonna, there the... Eric swinging D Eric <laughs> <laughs> that, that literally was well, on the, the fly right now yeah that, that was that was made on the fly uh, about three minutes ago and, and everyone seemed to like it so uh, he, he's into it new tag name coming soon yeah well listen up guys this ain't about us this podcast is all about Danny Meadows and, and his story and and we're blessed and, and happy to be down here at his house uh, listening to him man we're, we're super pumped and, and bro thank you for having us we appreciate oh, man, it it's a pleasure yeah, man, it's super cool. You're super inspiring. And um, absolutely, without a doubt, man, the floor is yours. You want to introduce yourself, where you go, and all that kind of good stuff, man? Yeah, well, I'm Danny Meadows. Been married 30 years uh, this year to my wife, Buffy, and we got two beautiful daughters that are uh, married and some grandkids and just loving life, man, living here in Lakeside. You know, oh yeah, got the dream right here. Yeah, you love it down here, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, it's nice, man. Driving down here, I, uh, me and Brian obviously live in Temecula, so it's not a hop, skip, and a jump to get down here. But right. driving down here, man, I'm like, man, I like it down here. You know, I've worked down here a handful of times and that kind of stuff. And yeah. Driving through here over the time, coming down to Bow and Arrow Shop is super cool. You know, it's like the house has got property over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we all do. Yeah, that's absolutely. Good. And that that's the best part because that's something I don't have. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. How, how long is your, your archery range we're shooting at today? We can reach 92 yards. There we go. We were shooting at 60, so and he w- we didn't Danny, even stretch it we were, out. We were drilling him. Brandon swears my bow's off. It's off. No, it ain't <laughs> off. There's no way it's not. She's shooting good. <laughs> I don't know. I had people watch me just thread the needle at 60 yards when I'm aiming nine inches high no. and four inches to the left. I, I might have dropped her this past weekend. <laughs> I think she bumped. <laughs> but uh, is, We'll get back to Yeah, back yeah, to go for it. Was it. Still good, it was still good shooting, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's super fun shooting, man. That that's what I love about archery. It's just it's it's like where I go to my happy place. Yeah, me too. You know, it's me super too. fun. It's good stuff. Yeah, man. you so, guys are welcome down here anytime to shoot with us. Heck right. yeah, man! So, dude, give us the rundown. Like, tell us about yourself. Where where do we start? Born well, and raised where? Uh, I was born and raised right here in San Diego. Same house? Uh, no, my wife was born and raised in this house. Oh, okay. So, uh, our family has lived here since 1953. Okay, but. Um, I was born and raised in the same area, 
and um, yeah, I went to school here, you know, got some brothers and sisters and went to work at RCP Block and Brick and spent my whole career there. Mm-hmm. Heavy equipment operator. Mm-hmm. Just went to town. Man. That's union or? Yeah, labor. Yeah. I was labor's union. Oh, okay. But I was an equipment operator. Okay. Right. So, so what, what, what were you driving? Tractors and, and? I was driving everything. Were you? If, like, it, if it had a steering wheel and a joystick, I you're was on it. Oh, nice. So I, uh, excavators. In my, uh, in my career, I, I visit RCP all the time. Yeah. All, I mean, weekly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been in there for years going in, picking up material, blocks, you know, ra- like bags of concrete, gravel, all kinds of stuff, man. All, all, all the stuff. specialty landscape stuff that I've ever had to do throughout my career. We yeah. go in there and pick up all our material. It's a good company, man. I'm telling you, they took really good care of me when I became disabled. Yeah. I mean, pro union, man. Yeah. That's my, good stuff. My brother works there. My uncles worked there when until they, you know, passed on. And, right. But yeah, it's it's a family company. They're super good. Like no bad words out of my mouth about them at all. That's awesome. Good. So, what um, you worked there for thirty years? Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. Lived here for thirty. years. Oh, okay. Twenty four years you spent there. Yeah. I'm a year older than that. <laughs> you really? Man. Holy cow! Yeah, Twenty five. I'm old. No, I mean you just put your time in. Yeah. Yeah, you got your time in, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah. When I was telling you what I do, you know, and you're like, oh man, you got a good gig. I'm like, man, I'm blessed. Yeah, you know, and you're like, yeah, dude, you, you know, you were saying at the same time, you're like, yeah, my company had a nice benefit package too, and it, it allowed you to continue to live the life you are. That's right. You know, and, you know, hey, hats off to you, man. It's awesome to get in a company and run it. It's like a long marriage. It is. You know, you it said you're 30 years this year. Yeah. Congratulations on that, man. Thanks. That's a, that's a big one too. Oh, yeah. It's work. Oh, yeah. dude. I, can promise I, you. <laughs> I mean, listen, man, I, I love my old lady to death. She yeah. She's my chick. She's my girlfriend she's my wife she she's everything to me she's my best friend but man it's fucking work (laughs) (laughs) my gal man she she'll woof i piss her off like a bad habit and i'm like man i'm not even trying i don't i I don't understand how like i could just say one word and 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 i obviously it's a trigger but in my head i'm like I don't. I don't know. What's man. wrong with it? Yeah, like, I don't get it. You know, and oh, dude, you guys know what I'm talking about. You've been married for 30 years. Happy wife, happy life, brother. Yeah, there you go. let me tell you. Yeah, but yeah, man. So, what were you into when you were a kid? I mean, you, you just now got into hunting, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got into hunting. Uh, well, this is my second year. Yeah, see. But uh, as a kid, I I raced uh, motocross and um, dabbled in bicycles, and then I went from motocross in my mid 20s uh to bmx and mountain bike racing oh shit and did that all the way uh till 2006 yeah and then i started um building tracks and managing a factory team oh wow and And this is on top of yeah on top of work yeah yeah a lot of work man but uh the the best part of all that was for 18 years here in my backyard, we had trails, and every BMXer uh, in San Diego rode here. Here at your house, right here? Yeah. That's rad. Oh, dude. Riders from all over the world came and rode here. Oh, shit. Oh, you wow. stay them at That's your cool. place, or do they stay in no, vans they just, or hotels? They just, they just drive in. They Well, because we have the Olympic Training Center in Chula Vista, or did. Yeah. Um, a lot of those riders from out of the country were staying there. Yeah, okay. So they would come here and goof off. Right. 
that was that was the coolest part for for me did uh you still stay in contact with any of them a lot of them yeah and they're all uh, all obviously they're all of age now and have grown older and whatnot yeah they're either coaching or or running their own tracks matter of fact uh the young man that's running the two best tracks here in san diego rode uh for me and um i watched him grow up and now he's got his own family running two of the best tracks now we're talking bmx tracks right yeah like full-blown race starting gate bang and they all just blown oh dude national caliber yeah matter of fact that the track the olympic training service there's three of them two uh olympic tracks yeah and an amateur track and the amateur track was the track i built and ran for two almost two years right and then i became disabled and gave it up right gosh yeah it was awesome. See that whole that BMX stuff always interested my cousin. He doesn't even know I do. I mean, I haven't talked to him in forever, man. He lives up in Washington. But when he was a kid, um, my uncle used to have them in BMX, um, and it, I, I used to always like seeing it. And there was a track locally where I lived at the time, and uh, I always see these guys like they hit up like tabletops. They don't jump tabletops. It was like I'd always watch them. Right. Like they, they wouldn't jump. They were like wheelie and pedal at the same time and then drop back just to speed i guess i don't know i I never speeds the game i guess that's you know did um when you had trails in your backyard right here was this a bmx track or was it like freestyle it was laid out more as a track design Mm -hmm. um it had a starting spot oh right and it just looped back and forth and back and forth and uh it was it was cool. We, I mean, what, if you went out and looked online now at trails in general, um, what they're doing today is artwork. Right. Compared to what we used to do. But um, I'd like to say that, that my era started what they do today. Probably. Not, I, know, I mean, not, I, not yeah. me ge- in general, but right. the guys that I built with right. started what happens today. Yeah, I mean, you got to think, you know, you guys are innovative in your own way, right? And yeah. when when you innovate something and time goes on, people just advance that innovation and they either break it. Yeah. And when they break it, they're forced to engineer something better if they want to continue to do it, right. right? So that's where this innovation comes in. And and like you said, you know, you may not have physically been the one to do that, but you started the process. You had your hands in it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you absolutely had your hands in it. You know, one way or another. So I think that that's cool. I I think Visser used to do that stuff. Yeah, that's how I met James. Through BMX? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He, I think he used to, like, do backflips and shit. Yeah, he's he's crazy. He's crazy. That's yeah, all well. there is to it. Like, the stuff that guy used to do. I wasn't into that. He he was big hits. Like big, big bomber jumps and oh, stuff? Oh, man, like massive stuff like as tall as my house wow he posted a picture slope on style. he was doing a backflip yeah i wild. think i've seen that yeah, it was recently got, right yeah it was like a month two or oh, okay. yeah he's, he's crazy he's got some good stuff he can do some good stuff he, he still can ride good yeah me and visser we were talking one time on the phone and uh you know we we're chit-chatting back and forth when we first started communicating in a way and um he was telling me like because i you know he kind of does the same thing as us he has that youtube channel you know it's pretty popular mm-hmm. locally and He's gaining viewership everywhere, and we're kind of in the same. It's all outdoors related, right? So we yeah. we have very much in common than not. 
per se. And we were just talking about it and, and he was just explaining to me how he used to like travel all over the place. And, yeah. you know, he, he rode the, you know, I, I want to, I don't know, don't quote me on this, James, if you're listening, but I want to say he like rode the endorsement wave. Like he, he dealt yeah. with companies. He dealt, he was like, he was a pro. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. It's what he was doing. So, Hey man, that's he, wild. It's kind of cool how you guys kind of actually explained that he stopped doing that because of, um, he wanted to hunt more and he never let anyone know. Like he was a bow hunter because he, it was like he got negative attention or he would have or something like that from sponsors. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I was like, you, oh, wow, man, that's crazy. Dealing like there's, there's a lot of true huggers in that industry. Dude, let me, tell you. <laughs> let me tell you something, dude. When you start working with companies, man, like you say the wrong thing, dude. It's over. And, and with cancel culture the way it is right now, even like in your personal career, you say the wrong thing, you post something wrong. Thank God, F social media. I don't have it, but uh, Brian runs it. <laughs> Gotta throw a shameless <laughs> plug real up. quick. <laughs> Hit him up. You guys want to get to me, get to him, you know? But, uh, post something say something whatever man you, you can lose a career mm-hmm. yeah, you know so yeah, sure. i could only imagine you know on his end he says the wrong thing oh i want to yeah yeah you know, whatever because yeah, he was lit that you know, that's how he was making a living yeah so for him. Sense, D- danny with that that line of bmx riding and all that i mean it's pretty dangerous yeah so like yeah. have you you've seen some some bad falls and all, all that kind of stuff uh i've got friends that are paralyzed from it dude yeah. i was gonna i was gonna ask you did you have any bad wad-ups in your backyard yeah yeah, um, the worst one, well, second to worst one was a good friend of mine practically ripped his boys off oh with his pedal. Oh, his boys? Oh, oh, his yeah. nuts. Oh, yeah. 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 oh, Jesus. I was like, like ripped his boys off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as close to ripping those off as you can get. Oh, right, right. Um, uh, that was right here. Yeah. Wow. And then another guy, um, they buried out there? <laughs> no, 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 he is, but not them. Oh, man. Um, another guy, we had a, a big riding session going on. His parents were here, and he face-planted and mm. was out, and uh, we had to call 911. It was the first time in 18 years we ever had to call the ambulance. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I was going to say, hey, man, like the fire chief know you by name. Hey, Danny, what's going on? You know, they're coming over here all the time. They loved it, though. They showed up here, man. They're looking around. They're like, this I mean, the is pizza man, The pizza man knew Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. What's up, Danny? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he did. You know, yeah. that, that's funny stuff, so, man. Yeah. Like, dur- during all this time, was when you were riding, and were you ever getting injured? And I've been uh, knocked out seven times. Really? Oh, dude. So, yeah, out, out cold. So is Miss Meadows ever trying to hint to you to stop or? No. No? No. Never. Keep enjoying what you love. She she let me she let me live life. Oh, that's yeah, amazing. She's, she's a good woman. Good one. Nice. I, I knocked myself out here at the house one time. How oh, did you? And uh, yeah, it, we had about five guys over and I was out cold. Well, you, that was like helmets back then, right, too? We Yeah. To ride here, you had to wear a helmet. Did you that make them sign waivers? Helmet. Nope. Back then, it wasn't Sioux Hungry, California? Uh the the rumor that went around in the bicycle industry, if you rode here, you didn't ride here. Yeah. And if you got hurt here and you wanted to say something, you were going to be under the next jump built. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the way it worked. Uh, hey, man. And and we didn't let neighborhood kids. It was all professionals. Professionals or, or, or upcoming. High, yeah. Oh, okay. High high caliber amateurs. Dude, that's. Yeah. So that's a good way to do it, man. You gotta have photos and stuff. You gotta have a ton of stuff, right? I, that I got, memories. I got a lot of memories. I got a lot of photos buried in the shed and some stuff on the wall. But well, we're gonna be coming over shooting with you and stuff like that. Yeah, so I'm gonna check see all that stuff yeah. out. Yeah, there's been magazines down here. We've had uh, there was a movie put out. I don't remember how many years ago, probably around 2004 or five, and they did a lot of shooting here. 
Wow. Yeah, it was cool. It yeah. was just cool. Dude, so when did all this stuff end? 2006? Is that what I heard? No, 2006 when I quit racing and quit okay. riding. Well, why'd you quit? I started having issues okay. um, physically, mm-hmm. and uh, we thought it was a back, a back problem. So I ended up having surgery, and that's when um, I have MS. Right. And I have a really rare form of it. But um, 2006, I had surgery, and two weeks after surgery, I was in a wheelchair, and the doctor was looking at me like, that's not even possible. <clears throat> what, do you, what do you mean? Like uh... I, I couldn't feel my legs after surgery. Did, and he didn't nick a nerve or anything in there? No. Uh-uh. And uh, so I went through therapy, and I recovered for the most part. Um, but I never got back to 100% to be able to ride confidently. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that began the process of the next four years, uh, three years, actually, of neurologist after neurologist looking to see what's wrong. And then they blood tested you or something? Uh, in and- 2009, they did an MRI of my brain. And found lesions in my brain. Oh, okay. And that's a right telltale sign. sign of MS. Yeah. Dang. So when you when you came out of surgery, you recovered after the initial. Right. Oh, I can't yeah. feel my leg. Six months later, I was able to. You were able to walk. Walk and were you, were you able to ride a bike, but you couldn't ride a bike. Correct. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. when you said, so oh, like, baby, I can't." When you're jumping, you know, it's it's all about flow, obviously. Correct. I could pedal just fine i could go through corners no problem but in the transitions of the jumps i couldn't hold my weight right my body would just want to give out now tell me this when did it take you wadding up to to realize that or did you just kind of i knew it it right away you just instantly first jump i'm like something's not right right and then you no more type i kept trying I kept trying and, and just got frustrated and said, yeah, this isn't working. Right. And this was after, this was prior to getting diagnosed. Diagnosed. Ooh, man. Yeah. So then that, thus, why you continue to see neurologists. And, right. Yeah. Wow. And in 2009, they saw a great neurologist that's uh, now retired. And um, yeah, he did a simple MRI scan of my brain. And that led to a upper uh, thoracic uh, MRI mm-hmm. and yeah, there were lesions just scattered. Oh man. Through both. So yeah, that was diagnosed right then. I'd been diagnosed so late cause the symptoms started so early right? that it was, I was already at a, you know, a, a bad place mm-hmm. physically at that point. Mm-hmm. And then from 2009, I gave up my track and, uh, gave up, the track here plowed it and uh retired in 2011 dang so you just had a dozer come in or a skidster come in and tear it I down i brought a loader in front end loader and tore it down yeah a little 930 and tore it down in a couple hours after so, 18 years yep man so that's it man it hits because I, could, oh, yeah. I couldn't keep it up, you know. I wouldn't have been able to keep up the... It's like the maintenance of the track. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, when people think of a track, you know, they probably don't understand what goes into it. Yeah, it was <clears> an <throat> everyday... Out there watering it, breaking it. Seven days a week, sweeping, watering, yeah. shaping, whatever it was, changing. And it was all... It wasn't brought in dirt, like a clay dirt. It was all your natural dirt? All or? natural dirt. Yep, it's all sitting out there still. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you were you were grooming that thing all the time. Yeah. Yeah, wow. we... we uh, 
yeah, I, I don't even know how to explain it other than um, our track back here and the tracks that, that I worked on were so smooth um, and so clean. You could probably eat off of them. Wow. And then we put this stuff called soil tack down. Yeah. Which is like glue. Yep. And turns it into asphalt, basically. Mm-hmm. Hard. Yeah. And it leaves black marks on it, so it's it's kind of weird when you first. It probably see looks it. so cool. Oh yeah, so it's, it's just so I, cool. after eighteen years so cool. of ripping on it. Yeah, it's rock hard. Dang, dude. yeah. So, well, yeah. So then retired. Yeah, then you retired. Yep. And then what? Got into RC cars a little bit. I saw that in your man cave. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Badass man cave, by the way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. Dream cave. Yeah can thank my kids for that oh yeah Yeah, nice um yeah i got into rc cars and and got bored pretty quick really did you yeah i built a full track out here that was just as (laughs) 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 were you racing them and all that kind of stuff the gas powered the gas powered ones no electric electric electric's way better is it oh yeah way better i was always so lob i don't know well it depends Depends my dad swore do. up and down. He had, he had the, uh, I don't know if it rings a bell or not, the, the old RC cars, gas-powered, had a rooster on it. Sure. I don't know if that brand or whatever rings a bell or it's not. Losey? But my dad used to launch that thing in the yard. Oh, it was yeah. Losey, huh? It was a Losey was the rooster emblem. Losey, uh, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, because there's Traxxas. Yeah, there's Traxxas, Losey. MPI. Yep, the MP, MP, or something. MPI. Oh, I used to be associated. Yeah, associated. Yeah. I, used to, I used to run around with them, too, me and my buddies. You know, you did, too. Yeah, as soon as you start making money, you know. I mean, it's not a cheap cheap hobby no you know you spend a thousand bucks and blink of an eye and you're like what really and then yeah. you break oh, an a-arm yeah. and your yeah. drive shaft's yeah. done oh man yeah. i bought and one when i was in iraq like it, really? I had nothing else to do so i just built this thing up. it was so fast you're like you couldn't even drive it brush wow. this motor three cell yeah. battery <laughs> like <fucking> everything <laughs> you make know? your own batteries oh, yeah I wasn't, I wasn't doing this kind of <laughs> quite old enough first Dude, I, I feel like gas cars are they, there's like a, a nostalgia there Mm-hmm, individuals absolutely. that want them for sure but dude if you want to go fast and you want an instant fast you get an electric car oh my gosh yeah. stupid less, fast. less maintenance oh yeah know, there's no maintenance com- yeah i mean you i mean well, plug the thing in yeah you fly those things you get you hit high enough listen they get yeah they go start back, flying you know, mm-hmm. break them yeah, yeah. Man, they're awesome it's ridiculous so, so they, we had a rad track here though that's awesome. all the it, it was before the san diego had a track a, so they were actual, coming here too or what? So a lot of guys were coming here and flying <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then I, I made the mistake of soil tacking the track, and oh. it was burning tires up. Oh, yeah, you're oh, ripping, well. <laughs> ripping, ripping rubber off the rim and oh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So through your, your old industry, did you meet, like, these guys, the RC, RC car guys through? No. It was a whole um, different crowd. I just I just happened to uh, get into RC cars yeah. and, and met these guys, and then the guy that built uh, SDRC up in Mira Mesa, um, I offered to get him all the material for his track. Yeah. Oh, the, the indoor, the indoor, the indoor. I've track. been in there one time. Yeah. So uh, the That's original cool. owner, he doesn't own it anymore, I don't think. But uh, his original track, we supplied all the RCP, supplied all the dirt for. Oh, sweet, man, dude. That's cool. So then you're in RC cars. Yeah, and got bored, man. I couldn't. I just, I don't know. I got bored. Yeah, I can see. So I gave it up. Yeah. When I don't want to jump over anything. But if there's anything between RC cars and, you know, hunting, uh, 12 years there, man. Yeah. No, just, uh, back and forth with, you know, I woodworked, I did 
just odds and ends stuff. Did you, you know? did you ever, during this time period, did you ever get back into BMX coaching or anything? Or was that prior? No, no. Uh-uh. I, I pretty much just would go visit and still stay in contact with everybody. Right. But I really just, Mester, I tried a little bit of uh, wheelchair tennis. I did have a downhill wheelchair. So it was uh, four wheels, uh, independent suspension, six and a half inches of travel, hydraulic disc brakes. You're locked into this thing. Oh, oh my you, God. You push yourself. You don't. Oh, it okay. has no motor. Okay. So it's a, it's a DH chair. Right. You get to the top of some mountain and you just go. Wow. Well, can we backtrack for a second? Mm-hmm. So when you got the MRI done and they found out the, the lesions and all that, how long was it before you were confined to a wheelchair? If you don't mind me asking. Two years. Two years? Two years. And they told you that? And this? No. No, that's just the way it happened. Okay. Okay. I, I literally, when I retired, I was in a wheelchair. Okay. Oh, I would, really? I would be able to, I had enough strength that I could get out of the wheelchair and get the equipment. Um, but then that got real sketchy. Yeah. So RCP said, you tell us when you're going to retire. And I went to him. I said, two more weeks, guys. Man, these people are awesome. Yeah, they are. Like, Dude. They yeah. Are. And that's all, you know, because I know you and those people. They, they, awesome. set, they set everything up for me to retire. Really? Yeah. And I, I was in a wheelchair from then on. And it got to the point where uh, I'd say about a year later that I wasn't getting out of the wheelchair and, you know, walk into the van or nothing. It was, I was in it. Right. You know, in it to win it. Just there. Yeah. yeah. So. So about a year after you, so 2000. 2012, I was in the chair full 24 time. hours a day. Full time. Well, I mean, other than sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, full time. And I, I mean, MS, it's not a, it's, it's a degenerative, right? It, yeah, it's, it's really crazy because it's so it's in the brain and spinal cord Mm -hmm. so what you see on the outside there's nothing wrong with right it's what's in my brain and spinal cord that eliminates my body to work right so it's like cutting an extension cord really yeah you know the legs or whatever's you know wrong with somebody and it's different for every ms patient yeah it's not the same right no i'm just I have a very rare form of it. It's called uh, non-active secondary progressive multiple sclerosis, which means it's constantly in a state of progression. So it'll continue to progress. Yeah. Do you notice it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not like today and then tomorrow. I'm right. It, but uh, just in the last um, six months, I've lost so much feeling in my hands that, you know, I notice it. Now you notice it, yeah. Yeah, dexterity and just little little stuff that we take for granted. You know? Yeah. It's but, crazy how that happens. Yeah. You know the biggest one in construction is your eyesight. Yeah. Dudes just don't, they, like, we take it such for granted that, you know, there's shit flying around all over on a job site. I mean, go to go to a private construction site, look how many people are wearing safety glasses. Dude, that, that happened to me today, man. I was walking around without... My safety glasses. I work in the shipyard, and um, I'm it's grinders going off and torches, and and uh, I'm, yeah. I'm on the mechanic side. So uh, I was just walking around without my glasses today, and I was thinking like, 
I can easily get injured right now. I yeah. should I should probably put these on. And there's people, you know, there's people bandsaws around me, and you know, get, getting to work. And I'm just like, Dude. you know, what, let me put these on real quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah, when things when you, it's like when you get poked in the eye real bad, you go, oh, mother. Right? Yeah. It puts yeah. things into perspective. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you're like, oh man. That, I mean, you. Don't step I mean, away for a second. You use the restroom. Go ahead. Broke that seal, dude. Oh, yeah. But uh, dang man. So so you just kind of did your own thing. And uh, 2012, just kind of did odd stuff, odd jobs, like just kind of working away, staying busy, huh? Yeah, just really messing around in the on the property. Yeah. You know? um, just whatever I could do, whatever I could find to do. Yeah. You know, whether it was uh, messing around with with uh, woodworking or something. I did get into RC car crawling sca- yeah. scalers okay. for a little while. Um, but nobody would ever come over and, right. you know, play. And I had a pretty killer setup. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, what fun is it when you're doing it by yourself type thing? Yeah. There's yeah. very few things that like an individual can do by themselves and like find enjoyment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I'd already conquered the course over and over, change it, conquer it, change it, conquer yeah. it. Like this sucks. Yeah. So I, I can see that. I sold that thing and bought a bow. Oh, you did. When did you pick up a bow? Two and a half years ago. Almost three years ago. Damn. Three years ago. What was your first bow? Diamond Prism. You buy that from? From Bruce. You did buy it from Bruce. Yeah. So you've been going in there since day one. It's the only shop I've ever been in. How did that work? I don't mean to keep like prodding, but tell me this. One day you just woke up, said, I'm going to get a bow, or did you? No, I'd, I'd been that? watching the outdoor channel and the, you know, oh, yeah. all the sporting channels and just really getting hooked on watching hunting. Mm-hmm. And I didn't grow up as a hunter. My dad, he never killed anything. Right. And uh, I just really just was like, man, that is so cool. And I liked the bow hunting aspect over the rifle aspect. Right. And I'm like, I wonder if I could even do that. And so I sent, I, I got online and was looking for bow shops locally. And fortunately, we got one of the best right here in my yeah, town, the best. You know? mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and so I sent Bruce an email and told him my situation. I'm in a wheelchair. I have no idea if I can even draw a bow. He goes, come down. Right. I went down there and, dude, the rest was history. He just worked with you, huh? Yeah, he had he had Nick work with me. Okay. And uh Nick's really great. Oh, hold on, dude. Oh, no, no. There you go, you're good. There we go. I was saying Nick was really great. He's the first one to set me up too. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he, he worked with me and uh it, it was cool. So um I left that place practically crying. Cause I, you enjoyed I was it? so excited. Yeah. yeah, just knowing that you found I could something. do it. Yeah. yeah. And I started at twenty eight pound draw weight. Right. And uh yeah, he, but the cool thing is Bruce said, I will not sell you this bow today. I want you to go home and think about it and research it. You know, I'm I'm not here to just make money. Yeah, he's not. He's always been that way. He's not there to make a sell. Yeah. Makes you feel like family when you come in. Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. Dude's a good guy. And so I bought that bow and, dude, I ain't stopped shooting since. Yeah. What What brand was that bow? A diamond prism. Diamond? Yeah. Brian was away from the mic when Danny went through that. Apologize, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Broke the seal. Broke the seal. Broke the seal. You're screwed But now. diamond's a great bow. I got a few buddies that got that bow. Uh, I'll tell you what. It did everything I expected it to do. Yeah. You know? 
I mean, I killed gophers with it. Yeah. Hell yeah. When like, you uh, first started shooting, were you just shooting, what, 20 yards, poking around, just shooting at Yeah, the, the first day I brought a, I brought one of those um, Morel Target yeah. bags home. Mm -hmm. and uh, It's the one with the B on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That, now that it's out there, it's all black. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just shot 20 yards, you know. Right. And, and then got brave and tried 40. And, of course, I didn't have a range finder, so I'm. Tape, taking my tape, tape yeah. measure out there and measuring out. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think it was the first two or three days I stretched it across the yard and the side of my yard is, is 45 yards. So you got I, it done. I hit the bag. I went, no, this is cool. This is easy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> then, then the real lesson comes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's cool, man. So then you just kind of instantly fell in love with it. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy it. I honestly, I've never found uh, anything since writing that could fill that gap. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's just to spend your whole life riding, mm -hmm. um, you know, riding and running equipment were like brothers to me. They were, they were that feeling to be able to operate a piece of equipment well and to ride well. Right was everything to me mm -hmm. and i couldn't fill that gap even with my downhill chair i just couldn't do it it's craft man it's craft mm -hmm. yeah then you picked up a bow yeah and it instantly changed your life it did gave gave you gratification yeah gave me a independence too mm -hmm. for real you know yeah and the people that that have come together around me in this whole thing is just mind-blowing to me i mean i had a lot of people around me in the cycling world yeah you know i traveled the world did everything i could possibly want to do and still didn't have the true brotherhood that i've noticed in the hunting world mm -hmm. there we go you know yeah it's kind of crazy when you like sit back and look at it like perspectively yeah. right like you go there's a whole bunch of people that are very passionate about one thing, right? And that's hunting. Yep. You know, obviously there's conservation involved. There's tons of things that like side branches of it. But when you get down to it, it's a hunting thing. Yeah. And then in that brotherhood, you know, uh, the humanity in there, in all of us, we still get irritated with each other. Sure. Like we still yeah. argue amongst ourselves, <laughs> you know, but yeah. ultimately I think at the end of the day, generally speaking, the majority of us, we all can accept each other's differences and be like, you know what? They were all common goal. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And then that's where that brotherhood comes from or that, you know, the humanity aspect of it. Cause there's a lot of women. I don't mean nothing. Say brotherhood. I don't want to say like, Oh, right. women aren't in, women are in this too. And it's a growing population. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're, if you're an archer, you're in it, whether yeah, you're hunting or you're sure. not. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I mean, if you're just a target shooter, I mean, there's guys that do nothing but shoot 3d same, same passion. You're pulling back strings on a bow. That's mm -hmm. right. Right. You, you find you're always trying to fine tune your craft. That's it. You know, yeah. and and I don't know what it is either because I love shooting bows too. When I'm stressed out, man, I love to shoot my bow. Like when I'm when I'm having a good time, I'm euphoric about for whatever. I like to shoot my bow. Like yeah. it, it, generally speaking, like every aspect of my life, I can shoot a bow and like find enjoyment out of it. Yeah, absolutely. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's yeah. it's cool. Every day it is. Yeah. Every day. 
And I mean, just if I could, like, honestly, if I could get up in the morning before I went to work and shoot a dozen arrows, I'd make me nothing but happy. But I, I mean, I can't. I live in a track house and I'd leave my house 4 30 in the morning to go to work. You know what I mean? And the neighbors wouldn't like the slap of the. Dude, I, <laughs> listen, man, I, my, my neighbors have yet to mother F me and I bomb 40 <laughs> yard shots, dude, across my street from my neighbor's driveway. Like into my garage. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's. It, I didn't say that. Just but keep them happy. Yeah, yeah. Dan, you know? Danny's backyard is an is an archer's dream. Yeah, it's that's awesome. what it is. It's awesome. I just need more trees. Oh man, dude, you got it. You awesome got about fifteen foam targets back there. <laughs> I know. And I'll right? tell you what, you were drilling them. Yeah, it's uh super cool, dude, that you got that going. Turkeys and chickens. Turkeys, chickens, <laughs> rabbits, and gophers. All <laughs> a bunch right. of stuff, dude. Right. So, Danny, tell us this. So, like, you picked up a bow, you started shooting. You were, you got into it because you were watching the Outdoor Channel. You, yep. know, you probably flipped on that because you were bored or whatever, and you saw some 29-point whitetail take an arrow broadside at 17 yards out of a tree stand or something. You, you probably yeah. saw something like yeah. that Yeah. and went, oh, that's cool. So, like, when did you start to transition and, like, shape your mind around, dude, I want to try to do this? Um, first day I picked up a bow. I actually brought the bow home. You knew you wanted to be a hunter. I wanted to hunt. And, oh, Bru- yeah. and Bruce, I told Bruce that, and he offered to uh, to take me. He goes, get your hunter safety. And I didn't believe him. Right. I didn't take him serious because, you know, I come from the cycling world, and people talk crap all the time, you know, make promises and yeah, offer you the world, but it's only because they want something out of you. Right. And and Bruce was serious, and so he called me out on it in the shop a few months later when I didn't have my hunter safety and, and the season was starting. Oh, he did? Yeah. Like, where's your hunter safety? He goes, I told you to get your hunter safety. I said, well, yeah, I know. I just didn't believe you. He goes, man, I don't say nothing to for no reason. If I told you to get your hunter safety, I was serious. Yeah, and I went. I went and got it. Yeah. Oh, you did get it, right? Yeah, I went and got it. Yeah, I went and took my test and, you know, brought it into him. And at that time, I could only get an AO tag at that at that yeah. time. So I got my AO tag, and he took me. So he was the first guy to go with you. The first one. We, first person ever. Yeah. Literally, drive my chair uh, about twenty yards from the stand itself, mm-hmm. and he fireman carried me into the stands nice and out afterwards yeah and it, he sat with you too no oh he didn't no he left me there what do you do he's like i'm gonna sit you here and i'm gonna go sit in my stand yeah and then i'll come back yeah. and get you at dark or whatever he, he it was. took off a couple miles away and was Damn. texting me throughout the hunt you know and were you uh, a little nervous no i wasn't nervous at all even though he, he told me uh i think the week of the hunt he says you sure your wife's okay with this and i'm like yeah, why? It's like there are mountain lions out there. I'm like, yeah. yeah. You didn't care. Well, I didn't realize yeah. that I'm a sitting duck for a mountain lion. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Damn. And so, uh, yeah, fortunately, we didn't have no mountain lions that day. No. Well, at least the ones you didn't see. <clears throat> that I didn't see. Yeah. yeah. You know. They weren't interested in me, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you first hunt uneventful? Yeah, I didn't see anything, but I, I was so hooked. Yeah. Right then. I mean, mm-hmm. just being out there in that peace and quiet before the sun comes up. Hearing and, the forest come alive. Oh, man. Because I'm a Christian, man. And it, 
every bit that I witnessed that day to me was God's creation just in just in glory, just beautiful. Yeah. And so I, I loved it. I could sit there every day and not see an animal and just enjoy it. Take not, not see a deer and be right. totally content. That's what, see, a lot of people, especially in Southern California, do not look at it like that. And that's where their frustration comes from. Like, you know, because you always hear it. Like, I was over here earlier this, you know, this afternoon. I'm like, ah, San Diego, ah, piss me off. It's frustration. <laughs> right. is what it is. Right. It, you know, but I also know exactly what you're talking about. But for me, I lose sight of that at times. Because. I can see how that can happen, though. You know. Because you have expectations. Right. And I take it for granted, though. Like, I don't even know how to say it. It's a just a quick plug. If you want D sixteen, don't expect to see anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, <laughs> so, uh, I just it's, it's uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything on that? Yeah. Am I right, Eric? Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot of woodpeckers and a lot of blue jays. Yeah, that's, that's right. But when you right. when you sit back and you look at it and you go, today's a good day. I'm able to get yeah. out here and yeah. sit here and not see anything, and you just. Hey man, this is a good day. You're hunting, man. You're hunting. They're, they're, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, and it's it's true. You know, like you said, you could sit there every day, man. I would much rather be out there sitting than doing a whole bunch of stuff than working. Than friggin' oh working, man. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Working, mowing the lawn. Why well, mowed the lawn in a long time? My old lady <laughs> told me I'm not allowed to anymore. So we got a we got a, we got a company. <laughs> <laughs> we got company now. <laughs> Just like I'm not allowed to clean the pool, you know. I can't do it right. So, yeah, the the algae grows real fast. Yeah, it? man. <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, I, it, but that's the whole thing. Like, it's great that you're able to go out there yeah. and and not see anything and still find joy. And as long as people go out and they, there's always a high level of anticipation prior to the season starting. Every oh, hunter yeah. gets it. It's yeah. like opening oh, yeah. days right around the corner. Like, yeah, put yeah. down a monster. Yeah. <laughs> we all have our expectations. We all. As soon as April rolls around. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like Without tag, a doubt. Tag day. Tag, yep. day. Mm-hmm. tag day. You start thinking. You start applying. You start doing these things, you know. And, and you know, the, it's one of those things where it's like you you build yourself up with expectations and expectations. And then the, the first day or two, you don't see anything. You're like, oh, gosh, this again. Mm-hmm. You know? You find a new area. This place is loaded with deer, you know, preseason trail cameras or whatever, right? And then it just all falls apart in front of you, and then individuals start getting frustrated. They're like, you know, they don't find the enjoyment out of it. Yeah. But this ties back into, like, what you were saying, how, like, you could sit there every day and find enjoyment out of it. You don't let it get to you. Well, it's just because, I mean, honestly, being in a chair, you're limited anyway. Yeah. So the fact that I'm out there is mm-hmm. an accomplishment in itself. Yeah, absolutely, you know, without a doubt. And I'll tell you what, in archery, as far as archery is concerned, I don't know the gentleman's name, but he shoots for Hoyt, and he's got uh, no arms, and he shoots. You, I, you I, I know, know you're talking about. Yeah, look him up. Right? That dude up. is, he's badass. Right. And I was down at the Olympic Training Center one day, and they had a shoot down there, and I saw him shoot, and I'm like, if that guy can do it, man, I have no excuse. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And it was so rad to see. And so, man, to me, if I can get in the woods, yeah, 
it's a good day. Matt Stutzman. Yes. Yep. Matt Stutzman. That Matt's, dude is a Matt stud. Stutzman. That's awesome. Draws with his mouth. Oh yeah. 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 He pushes mm-hmm. it with his right leg and draws with his mouth. Ain't that crazy? He won a dude he won a stud. silver medal 2016. Yeah. Paralympic Games. Yep. That that is insane. Hey, bro. He's yeah. Yeah. Look at him. We're watching. We're, a video we're pulling it up. Yeah. yeah sorry. Uh, Bear uh, with us. A picture. Sorry, guys. Yeah, he's sitting here drawing, leg, drawing dude. a bow back, and yeah. he holds that after he after the after the shot, his bow doesn't hit the ground yeah, either. Exactly. You know what I mean? I can't even hold my leg up, and he's holding yeah. that. That is wild. And pulling with that's the kind of stuff that archery makes you do, man. It does. Yeah, look, look it's a passion. That. That's a straight passion right there. It is. So it's. I mean, for you to find joy in that and in, in inspiration, that's inspiration in itself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it gets to a point where I can't draw a bow. Move to a crossbow. I was just going to say, go to a crossbow. Yeah. As long as you're flinging arrows down range, it don't matter. Yeah. And now I think Umarex or somebody's got this air gun that shoots arrows now. It's like, man, if I can't shoot a crossbow, I'll shoot that thing. Yeah. And if I can't shoot that, then I'll actually go to a firearm. I was just going to say, go to a... That was one of the questions I wanted to ask you. Yeah. You said you're picking up a bow and stuff. Like, what are your thoughts on using a firearm? I don't have any problem with people using firearms. Right. For me... It's more of a challenge with a bow. Right. I think being able to reach out and touch something a um, couple hundred yards away mm-hmm. or further, mm-hmm. yes, it's a challenge, and it's not easy. Right. But there's a whole different ball game in archery. you got to yeah. get close. You do. And Without those, a doubt. Them bunch of rifle hunters right are just punching air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they ain't smelling the rifle yeah. hunters, you know. They're yeah. smelling us. Yeah. The thing the thing is, is like, I equate it to this, like, um, like I, I love rifle hunting. I do. I think it's a great time. Absolutely. I got I got a bunch of money involved in my glass. I love glassing. Not yeah, that I you can't. That's cool. Yeah, like, I can't glass. I mean, I can glass and do, bow hunt for sure, and I'm going to do it this Saturday. Like, I'm going to go chase a bunch of does. I don't even care if I see a buck. I'm going to fill this A22 tag. That's right. You know, and I'm going to use my glass, and it's kind of the same concept, You get, except I got to get closer. But yardage-wise, you say a couple hundred yards, like, to me, a 200-yard shot, you know, is like a 20-yard shot with a bow. Yeah. Every 10 yards with a bow, to me, and I'm not, I'm no expert, but you start talking about a 600-yard shot, like, that's a far poke with a gun, a long way. but it's also a far poke with a bow. Right, so when we're back here banging at fifty yards, right, we're shooting this afternoon. That's like a five hundred yard shot with a rifle, and you see as we get closer, our groups get tighter. Yeah, I never right? thought of it like that. Put it like wow. that. That's amazing. Yeah, I never yeah, thought absolutely. of it. You, you have to. I mean, you, if everyone four hundred yards, five hundred, six hundred yards. Talk you, to me when when you're in that sub sixty zone. Yeah, like it's a it's it's a whole different ball game. It's a whole different it's a whole different ball game when you yeah. you know if you're shooting with a hundred yards. In theory, but just like, you know, we'll get into it about your deer hunt, how it all ended up. Mm, yeah. That happens at 100 yards with a rifle all the time. Yeah. And and it's like, you just put the crosshairs on it, pull the trigger, 100 yards, it should be that easy, right? But it's not. Right. It, right. There's so many different factors that run into it. Deer jumps, you move, you bump a, a tree, a rock, whatever. It, it's all... It's all relevant. That's where that comparison comes to. Like that 10 yards is 100 yards, every 10 yards. Dude, I went out all month with a rifle and I didn't see one legal buck. Wow. Oh, yeah. Our entire DC wow. season. That's what I will tell you, too. During rifle season in Southern California, you that's see less cha- deer. That's the challenge right there. Is it, it must be just because of the, the, the sound of gunshot. I, 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 think I, I don't know yeah. if it's. I think that it's because you got 3,000 people out there every weekend. 
True. Yeah, but even in other states, like I heard all the guys that went to Idaho this year, they had a problem filling tags with a rifle. Yeah, I well, right. I do know that. So many more hunters, I think, this year for some reason. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. People yeah, they got nothing better to do. Might burning well points, hunt. going hunting. You know, they're worried about being able to buy meat, whatever, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of people out hunting this year for sure, but, like, it, a, a lot of it out-of-state hunters that were having a hard time filling tags out-of-state, you know, weather has a lot to do with it. Deer yeah. movement has a lot to do with it. You know, uh, full moons have a lot to do with it. You know, there, there's different yeah. factors. We've that had a lot of that this year, too. Yeah, we only had one snow. Yeah. We had Santa Ana's. What, what this happened week, last dude? year? We got snowed yeah. out in, in mid November oh, or beginning of November. So much fun. I'm yeah. just saying, like, it, it's there's a lot of factors that go yeah. into it. I have always, historically, as a hunter in San Diego, I've always seen more deer later season. Like, obviously, they go, oh, well, they're rutting, they're moving around. Yeah, you're right. I get that. But even A22, like, late season A22, I've always seen more deer than late November. Yeah. Yeah. Just out, I don't know. It gets colder. I guess. Deer start moving. They come out of the, wherever they're at. I don't know, man. Like I, I'm still new at this. Deer and wish... don't mix. Yeah. Yeah. I just think gun season around here. That our deer population down here. I'd argue to anybody. It, it ain't what the biologist says it is. There's no way. Maybe in like specific spots. And bi if biologists are counting deer in San Diego, they're counting them. On private, near Quiamaca. private, right. Quiamaca, right. and they're going, oh, they're, they're you know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like that, that's the truth. I feel like that's yeah. the truth. They're, they're not going, go on Palomar and count some deer. Yeah. Uh-oh. Dogs are coming up. Shut the gate. Are they going to come out yeah, and it's hot? The dogs? Yeah, they can come out like. No, no we're good. No, you just shut the gate. They'll just oh, uh, you know, if you're counting some of the thickest country San Diego has, man, you ain't counting no deer in that. Right. So yeah. where are they counting these deer numbers? You know, and then they're giving 3,000 rifle tags a season, a year, for wow, D16. There's 3,000 of them. It's bad. And it's only, it's like a 12% success rate. Dude, there there are some spots, like my first year hunt, rifle hunting ever, it was my first time ever hunting deer was D16 rifle season, like 2017 or 16. So lucky. Dude, and it was, <laughs> no, dude, it was like Iraq, bro. There was gunshots going off everywhere. By 8 o'clock, I heard like 10 gunshots. Oh, man. And it's like a, it's man, like a Utah opener. It was dangerous. I'm like, man, I don't even want to be in these woods, man. There's bullets yeah. zipping over my head, and it was dangerous. It, it is. like hoping people are pushing deer towards you. It, I thought it was a dove hunt going on, because I, I grew up dove hunting. So I thought, bah, 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 all over. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, but, but like this is another factor, too, why I truly feel like San Diego's deer numbers are deer harvest statistics are horrible and and i truly feel like this is as a key factor in it is the fact that we have as long as i've been hunting and for years before me whenever the season d16 was uh established rifle season is dead smack in the rut of san diego yeah so you're banging bucks with a rifle during the rut when they're most vulnerable right and they've been doing this for years I understand. So why not have a rifle hunt early season, like in September? Right. Have yeah. your rifle hunt in September where they're harder to find, they're nocturnal, sell 5,000 tags. doesn't yeah. matter. Let the bucks breed. Let let the bucks get old. Let, right. And then our, 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 I don't know, gene quality may or may not go up. I don't know. The genes are kind of, the forky gene is very prevalent in San Diego. Absolutely. It's very prevalent. I mean, most deer that go down are forkies or small three bys twos or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they're just, yeah. the gene pool here is not a Kaibab gene. It's not 
a Rocky Mountain mule deer. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys oh, know yeah, what I'm saying. Sure. So it's not like it is up on, right up at uh, Camp Pendleton. Right. Well, right. And then so check this out. The rifle season shouldn't be damn near a month long. It should be seven days, eight days, about a week. Give yeah, it, give weeks. it. If two, they change, yeah. If they yeah, change the harvest numbers or the the, you know the uh, what do they call it? What the the objective numbers, yeah. right? And they said, okay, let's object. Let, let's try to get like a forty bucks to every hundred does. Right. I don't know what it is in San Diego, but I guarantee it's not that. Right. There's no f and way it's that. Yeah. Right. I mean, you go Johnny Ryan, SD Birds. Right. Right. Uh, he uh, he has said it. He says he's told me this. I go through about eleven to fifteen does before I find a buck. Dude, he should count deer for San Diego. But How about that. But he oh, yeah. also, <laughs> but dude, Johnny Johnny is also hiking fifteen twenty miles a day. Dude, the dude's putting it in. Right. The That's average crazy. hunter does not see fifteen does in a season. Right. right. Dude, I've seen about five deer this entire season. Yeah. Five, so five to six deer. You know, if I, I truly feel like if if we change the way we hunted San Diego, it would get better, but it ain't gonna happen. Well, Plus, you deal with cats. You, you get it so crowded with hunters, you know, in small areas, mm -hmm. really, mm -hmm. and push everything out. Nothing gets to live long enough to mature. Well, and then there's like an initiative that's going around, and I'm sure if you haven't heard about it, you will at some point. But they're saying like, let them walk, like let the deer walk. But no one's gonna follow that. No. You, you may not see. This is it's kind of like back east where my my family lives. They go, hey, if you don't shoot it, the neighbor's gonna. Right. So if you have an opportunity, it's few and far between. If you don't shoot that fork in a horn, the dude on the ridge next to you is going to. Yeah. Because the opportunities. The opportunities are, are slim. Are slim. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, think about it. It's true. I mean, it, it it is. It is. Well, I don't care what walks on the field. If it's a fork, my heart's racing. Yeah. Especially anything, in San Diego. Anything with, anything with a bow is an accomplishment. I don't care yeah. if it's got horns or not. Yeah. yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. That's an accomplishment. It is. If you feel a tag in San Diego, that's a goddamn accomplishment. And I sure, know people sure. that feel two a year. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if it's time, luck, drive, determination, good areas. I don't know. So so let's jump. Danny, you, you've, hunted, you've hunted turkey before. Yes. So let's hear how that went. Saw turkey. But no beards. Really? So, um, it was at in the spring. Okay. So you have to have a beard. Yeah. And uh, I was hoping a hen with a beard would come by. I was so desperate. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was plenty of hens. Yeah. Um, it just didn't. We heard toms. We just didn't see them. Okay. And, but it was a really cool experience. The first time I'd actually seen turkey in person outside of a zoo. Okay. You know, so in the wild. That was really cool. And just to see their behaviors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And to see how big they actually are, yeah. you know. Um, and to realize it, it, turkeys are hard to shoot. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of void there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Aiming at, at little, you know, turkey breasts. I mean, that's where you're going to shoot at. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm excited to hunt them again. Yeah, you know, this spring I hope I hope to be able to go to the same place I went last year, and uh, I know they're there. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I I think I think turkey hunting's just as cool to me as, as deer hunting. Right? That's fun. I, I think hunting anything is really cool. Oh yeah, I'd yeah. like a predator hunt. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. give yeah. me a gut pile somewhere and mm -hmm. let me go to town. <laughs> yeah, have you yeah. Uh, have you ever thought of hunting out of state? I have. It's just for me and. 
and Eric can attest yeah. to this more than anything. Um, I have to have a companion. Right. Well, right. You know, and you got hunting friends. Right. But accessibility mm-hmm. can be very difficult yes. depending on where it is. And with the cost of, of equipment for disabled people, mm-hmm. I mean, like I was telling you earlier, the chair you're sitting in, right, 12 grand, well, that's that's a daily chair. Yeah. And a true off-road chair. Like a track chair. A track chair. Mm-hmm. Um, or even the ones that have tires. They start at 13, 14 grand. I'm sorry. Ah. I'm sorry to interrupt, man. These, these chairs cost 12 grand? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's 12 grand. That's 12 grand. Jesus. Does insurance cover it? Insurance will cover one. For a lifetime. For, well, I'm on Medicare. Okay. So they'll cover one chair uh, approximately every five years. They go bad? Yeah, you wear them out. I mean, I've had to replace uh, all six tires and two batteries, and it was a thousand bucks. Shit. Dude, that's like buying tires for my truck. Yeah. Dude, how often do you replace tires? tires alone or worth more my car? Four or five years. <laughs> oh, Depends okay. on how much you. I mean, the tires on my hunting chair are the original, right? Casters. They got two motors in it or one? Two four pole electric motors. Oh. They brushless. Yes. Really? What kind yes. of speed control? That was what I was <laughs> right, right here, bro. Right here. Right what kind of speed control joy- we got, man? It's joystick. <laughs> The cool but thing is you, you, you can guys, program them. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, access is definitely yeah. an issue. So, you would actually have to get out there and scout. But that's, you know, scouting and that kind of stuff is super right. fun too, though. Okay. Well, like where I hunted last year, um, I could get pretty far in there. But, you know, the, that vine that grows in a lot of areas that mm-hmm. the, the deer love, mm-hmm. it just stopped me dead. My yeah, it just suck it right up. Chebro, right? Yeah, uh, it just it's like wraps a, around the outriggers and just boom what it is it's almost it's almost like that poison oak vine exactly yeah yep. and it might be poison oak you know i'm sure if i saw it i'd be able to tell you but i didn't hit so yeah been well okay. you might not get it i don't <laughs> dude i don't get poison oak it's weird yeah yeah one, it, one it of them was, things uh, it, it's just it's one of those things that you know having companions and then at night right <laughs> at night um my sleeping situation and stuff yeah. like that is is difficult it is you know i have my bed is is able to move just like my chairs are right because i can't just sit or lay yeah you in one position for long periods of time right you know and like the hunt this year there were a couple sits we sat for a long time yeah and i is. was sore the next day right. i mean i was like dang yeah it starts hurting you but maybe it's a good time to start getting into your deer hunt yeah. Let's hear about it. Let's, let's hear Let's it. do it. Well, <laughs> with the help of a lot of good guys and uh, just super blessed, man. I sat for eight days. Uh, some of those days were pretty long and uh, got to share the hunt with some some kiddos, which was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you were in a, a brush in blind? Gr- or I was ground- in a ground blind. Like one, one of those pop-up? Pop up. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I bought, uh, um, Gear Guide makes a ground blind that the side opens up like a garage door. So, from Sportsman's I think I got guy. that. I think I got that one in the back of my car right here. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> yeah. They're real cool. So, we were able to just drive right in and uh, 
you know, the guys that helped me, they did a lot of prep work for me, so I was able to get in. And um, sat there, and, you know, only one day did I not see deer. Oh, whoa. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it was cool. Um, that was super. Yeah. Was all, all does most of the time. That's okay. That's yeah, the heart absolutely. I, and and Bruce, it's funny because Bruce is like, before I ever went out on, on this hunt, he's like, would you shoot a doe? I said, yeah, why wouldn't I? He goes, seriously, would you shoot a doe? I said, I'll shoot whatever the, the I, I can get my arrow on. Yeah. And uh, so uh, some does came out. And we had some different plans. Yeah, some, some plans got changed. <laughs> yeah, uh, due to some trail cameras. Yeah. So we. Uh, oh, you guys are running trail cameras and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we we had a a few bucks that sparked my interest. Oh, I bet. And um, but I never saw any of them. The first what four five days never saw. You never saw bucks. a buck. Yeah. yeah, it was all does. It was all does. And I was set, like, okay, I know there's these bucks here. But they were coming in daily at night? or At night, yeah. yeah. Okay. Pretty regular. Mm-hmm. And so we just waited it out, and uh, we found a spot where we changed, moved my blind to a different spot, and I was able to get them by myself. So uh, with the guys that, that were helping, you know, they, they, they were trying to hunt too. Yeah. So... And, and along with work. So I was able to get in that day totally by myself. And uh, I'll tell you right now, those Ozonix units, mm-hmm. they do work. Those work. What, what is it? They're the Zona Ozonic. Ozonics. They do work? Oh, this, oh the yes. scent, the it's not a gimmick? Things? Not no. joking. No. no question. They work. Absolutely, they work. Really? That's the little scent. Yep. The little green you know, thing? Yeah. Like, and it okay. like 100%. It blows wind out? I've, I've been looking at yeah, that. It's an odd That's in my Amazon too. cart. Oh, it is? It's an odd smell that comes out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Wow. It wow. works. Huh. I, we had deer five feet walking by us, never look at us. With the wind going towards them. Wow. Yeah, that's an testament or like a testament to it working. Yeah, not with, an intestine. I've never used it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I've always said like, oh, you ain't going to fool a deer's nose. We were it just, fooled them. We were just talking. We were about talking that about yesterday. yeah, it worked. Wow. Um, obviously, we you know we did everything we could. Yeah. So that helps. I wouldn't go down there smelling like a sailor and expect a, that to cover it up. But, right. You know, and what with you your cologne Make on fun of and Eric stuff. We're trying to say, yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, it it was pretty amazing. And so they they were walking by, and and I got the cool thing for me is. You know, I don't know how long I can hunt. You know, my body could turn a left turn and end my ability to do anything right. in a year. You know what? You're really selling yourself short on what got up to these eight days. Because, I mean, you're recovering and everything throughout the year. Oh, well. Yeah. Like, it's... When you hear it Wait, I, I, yeah. I, I passed up something. I had neck surgery December Oh, 26th shit, of last that, year. Yeah. That's a wow. big chunk you should oh, yeah. out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, so what you did, Danny, was it needs to be told like that. Well, so I had surgery. Backtrack, guys. We're backtracking. Backtracking, uh, what, nine months, 10, no, 12 months. Uh, so surgery a year ago, and uh, they fused my neck, and I just shot every opportunity. The minute the doctor allowed me to shoot my bow. Which was how long from the? Uh, 
four weeks. Okay. Oh, that's not bad. But I had to shoot my old bow. Yeah, because poundage. At a super light draw weight. Mm-hmm. So I shot that thing and shot that thing, but I would keep testing my strength, you know, yeah. and grab my other bow. And one day I was able to pull that thing back with no pain. I'm like, we're good. Done deal. And it's game time. Yeah, I switched and started shooting. How long did it take for you to get back up to your old bow? I'd say a month and a half. Yeah. That ain't bad. That's not yeah, bad, man. I was, yeah. It's what it takes. Yeah, I had, I had no pain, so... What are you pulling? So what are you pulling right now? I'm only pulling 42 pounds. That's good. Yeah. And you were yeah. pulling 20? 28 when I started. Oh shit! So when you got out of neck surgery, you're pulling 28? I was back down to probably 20 at that time. Oh yeah. Was it hurting? No. No, it never hurt. I never had any pain after surgery. Not right. one ounce of pain. Really? Wow. It was just oh, a shit. matter of. Con- it was a matter of not stressing the the fuse. Right. Right. Yeah, you had to make sure that was. You're good to go now, obviously. Yeah. Wow. So then yep. you just started banging bows, shooting, shooting, every shooting every day. Yep. And Bruce told me, he says, "Man, you need 3D targets." Yep. And I just started loading up on 3D targets. Yeah, it was clearly, there's about 15 back there. Yeah, clearly. That's all I shoot now. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. You know, and luckily I have my neighbor Blake pulling arrows out for me and yep. shooting with me. Yeah. Just the plug, Blake, the desert kid. Yeah. Not right on. You sit right here. I can't pull the arrows myself, so he has to do it. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. So, yeah, it was really cool. So that led up to the hunt. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, just sat there, sat there. And the, the day I got in, went in there by myself. The day before that, it was super windy. I mean, winds had to have been blowing 30-plus miles an hour up there. Tell me um, this real quick. Oh, okay, go for no, it. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, tell me this real quick. Going from your first time ever going out with Bruce, not seeing anything, and then the handful of sits you had there, not seeing anything or whatever, and then you get to your new spot and you see a doe. Tell me, man, what'd you think? Dude, I was blown away about how big their damn that ears were. So are. Wicked. Yeah. That was so wicked. No one that happened, man. That was so rad. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there, and the way we were situated in the blind, he's supposed to be watching out for deer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, they came right. He's his back's to where they're at. Oh, okay. And I go. I just remember his eyes like. I'm like, like, don't move, don't move. (laughs) I look down. Things comes creeping up. I mean, right by the window. She couldn't have been five feet from us. And so that was really cool. And then just seeing what they do, you know. Right. The way they interact. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, seeing one is really cool but when you see multiples mm-hmm. and then see them what they do it was really really cool it is we cool. saw we saw them uh one sit we saw them fighting kicking kicking yeah. each other around yeah. all pissed off at each other yeah and how loud that was mm-hmm. yeah like their stomp is mm-hmm. loud man that was a really important part of the uh the hunt you know you know when i saw danny get you know carried in there by bruce that's when i you know, first saw him and knew who he was. And I was like, man, that's, that's so rad that he's doing that. Right. And then, um, you know, I contacted Bruce and I was like, Hey man, I got some extra camo and stuff. Like, you know, give it to Danny, dude. You like, looks like he's like really in it to win it, you know, cause someone posted about it. And, um, so I contacted Bruce and Bruce like, Hey, you give it to him. Here's his number. Right. And that's how I ran. That's how I met. That's how you him, met him right here in this parking lot. Oh really? You just and, rolled up? Yeah. I never met him. And, and he, uh, Bruce told him, like, yeah, I'm coming over. So I came over, and we started talking, 
I was just going to be here for like 15 minutes. It turned like two hours. Hanging out. Just hanging out. And we're, you know, I brought over a pack and had some pants and some, long, you know, like, you get some gloves, you get a rangefinder. Yeah. Back gave me everything I needed except for a bow. Yeah. yeah, you know, I was like, "You look good, feel good, kill good, man." Like, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, do let's do this. You know, yeah. and that's awesome. when I started thinking. I was like, "Man, that's let's get uh, let's see if we can, you know, get him a spot to go." Like yeah. he didn't know at all. Yeah, I know. Like I just I had no idea about this. Right. Yeah, and like so, I started kind of looking around. I went and knocked on a couple of doors in Julian, and that didn't. I mean, they were nice people there. Yeah, basically yeah. Politely declined. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, so I was like kind of looking, and and I had. This I had this plan that I was going to like take a sheet of plywood and put it in front of him and like get him yeah. into the woods and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it was uh, it was a horrible plan. It was like a horrible plan. It was not going to work, but telling all the deer that there's somebody there. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, so kind of reached out to someone to help out um cuz I was like really want this to happen. Yeah. And um end up talking to this guy and we started planning up how we're going to do this and I end up finding someone, an awesome guy, who uh, had some land. Uh, uh, gave him a call, and I kind of explained, like, hey, we're kind of looking for a disabled hunter. I was in it for, like, maybe three-minute call, and he goes, I'm in. I want to do this, so let's plan it. So took another, like, a month or two, and we started uh, planning it up. So me and the other guy went up there, uh, met the guy for the first time, walked his property, and was just like, Oh my God, like this is perfect for Done him. Deal. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. So we started brainstorming and then having like this guy, we took his tractor. Um, we started, we made a path for, for uh, Danny and like padded down. We, uh, you know, we built up the uh, ground blind and put a platform in it. Yeah. So, so when he can go in there and, and, and we were wood chipping, we were taking rocks out of there, making it flat, bigger for him. Yeah. We made up another spot, the one where he had to actually kill the buck. And it was like, we just made it friendly for him to get in there and do and it by himself do it by himself and like the, the hall yeah you know the whole idea was to like we wanted to be in the blind and you know the other one was gonna you know, another person had to be over overwatch you know kind of watching and stuff because yeah. you can kind of see but um yeah we just started started playing the stuff out and like the first day you know we saw that deer and it was like oh man or it was the first day we didn't see anything uh, right first day i was with the other guy that's right that's right and we didn't see nothing I that's mean, right we didn't we Technically, we did see something. Yeah, I'd heard you'd almost gotten sprayed by like a skunk or something. <laughs> he, he was he was a little ways out there. Um, <laughs> I, I wasn't worried. The guy in the blind might have been worried. But, All right, man, whatever. You know, <laughs> but uh, we didn't see nothing, which to me was even better because it wasn't like an automatic. It's not know. a canned hunt. You were hunting, dude. Yeah, exactly. You it's were not hunting. like we didn't let the thing off the leash. And yeah, yeah, exactly. That so, was really important because I wanted like. I got to just watch deer for the first time, honestly, like last year, just be deer. And I was like, I want that experience for him. Mm -hmm. You know, I want yeah. all these things. And the the guy who uh, lets use land, like, you know, he started showing us trail cameras and pictures and what deer from last year. And it was like, oh man, this is going to be, this is going to be exactly what we want for Danny. Um, no one else deserves it more than him, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and we just started planning and planning and then we, just, and we met. And then opening day, it was still really hot, you know, because fortunately with ms you know the heat really messes with his uh his body oh it does oh, yeah. yeah put me in the like, hospital real bad oh it does yeah it's 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 a big deal so yeah. it, he, it, he can he could kill me so like like we're talking ambient temperature 85 degrees terry up type thing no uh you get up 
above 90. Oh, it starts messing with you. Unless I'm in the shade. Bro, you live in... Lakeside gets hot. Yeah, that's why I have a cooling vest. Oh, yeah. Oh, you have a cooling a cooling vest? Yeah, a wow. vest that has ice packs in it. Do you not Do you not have AC in your house? I do. Oh, okay. I do. And yeah. it just, that's just an added... If I come outside, I wear that Oh, vest. shit. Yeah, is that bad? Yeah, huh? during the hot times of the summer, I'm staying in the house. Or, or I stay it. in the man cave with, yeah, with the air conditioning. Yeah, I saw it. It was See? pretty sweet right there. They ain't messing around down there. Oh, oh yeah. The no, no, longest sit, and he had, he told me like he had ice packs in his, his pants yeah, and his jacket and everything. Yeah. And in my crotch. Everywhere. Everywhere. Was that ready to yeah. go? Yeah, Dude, I was I was, was ready. Dude. So it was it was planning a lot about that. You know, it wasn't just because I was looking at open day. I can't wait. Let's do this, you know, because we we're all waiting in anticipation. And then it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Right. And then it finally was like October. It really started picking up. And we just, each day, one of us could be out there with him. We were, we were with him. You were with we him. We were like, Danny, yeah. you good? You good? All right, let's rock. You know, let's let's roll here. And, you know, it was those days of not seeing anything. And then the days sitting with, you know, the little ones and stuff. Like, it was, was awesome. And just getting to know him, it was just, uh, this, is, this is why we do it. You know, right. it was just. Getting to know him through this process and him, you know, to me, hopefully you like me, you know. <laughs> hopefully. But, but uh, <laughs> you know, he's a sailor, it, but. <laughs> but it was like, it was so, it was so cool. It was yeah. like every day there was just, there was deer, you know, like them bedding out in front of us. Oh, and man. Not leaving when we needed to leave. You oh, know, like gosh. I was like, I got a meeting, man, that's at 11. An experience. <laughs> you know, I, I got to tell you guys. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, yeah, Eric, Eric brings us rack into my the, buck my first buck blind. last year yeah so he brings the, the the rack into the blind for good luck <laughs> <laughs> the only good luck it brought was this doe decided with her youngins to bed down 20 yards away from us looking at us wow hmm. you can't move and he starts stomping his feet and the deer just staring at the this black box you know yeah they don't know what it is and no matter what he did <laughs> yep he He's making phone calls like, what do I do? <laughs> and he's standing up. They're, they're just looking at him. Mm-hmm. He takes the horns and he throws them out the window. <laughs> and the deer just looks at him, hit the ground, and then stare back at him. Like, yep. what, what was yeah. that? I don't know. These were just antlers? Yeah, it was my little, my little forking horn I got last year. For yeah, the just the antlers. Horn. First, first okay. buck with a bow, you know. And it, Dude, it's awesome. Yeah, and I was like, I can't believe this. You didn't think just to stand up and go. Well, the thing is, it was like we didn't want to. We didn't want to blow it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. But it was that was that was super cool. And then you just kind of got down to like you know, I'm gonna let you tell when you shot your deer. But it's like you know that day it was like we couldn't go. Yeah, he found a better way down to his blind, and it was you know we're anticipating the bucks were coming in. Right. You know, and it was like. Here you go, Danny. Take it away, dude. Like this and, is, and, this and is all, rad. You and got, all but, the guys that were helping on this, all of them were constantly looking for an easier way for me. You know, right. like so the day that I went in by myself, you know, the the owner of the property found that that way in. Yeah, and he's like, "Try this," and I did it with no nobody pushing or pulling. And, uh, was someone with you when you went that way, though? Or were you that so- day? I did it by myself, totally. <laughs> the day he showed you it? No, the next day. Okay, so he showed you it. The, you went, yeah. And then that day you yeah. went. Okay. The day before, when it was super windy, he went with me and got me in, and then he went about his day. And uh, the next day, you know, I 
showed up. What time? Uh, man, I think I got there at like five in the morning. Yes, yeah, we, we start early. It was dark. Yeah, I didn't do it. I did one afternoon hunt. Everything was early. Well, morning. What date? What date are we right now? We are October thirtieth. Okay. Okay. And um, the for that it was the rut and buck teenager. Right. That was pretty cool. Oh yeah. So um, we named all these bucks. Mm-hmm. The, the first one was teenager. He was a little, little tiny guy. Not tiny, really. He wasn't small. He was about the size of my buck. Yeah. He, pretty, he was a shooter? <laughs> yeah, he was a shooter. He was a shooter. He was a shooter. Anybody teenager. says he wasn't, stupid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was a shooter. <laughs> but um, so we named him Teenager, and then there was another one, uh, a three-by-two. Mm-hmm. And oh. um, and then there was the, the Forky that I shot that we named him Forkasaurus. Yeah. and um, Good name. What was the name of the three-by-two? The uh, Oh man, the that little girl named it. Oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> oh, Mr. Sassy, Mr. Sassy. Yeah, yeah. He, ki- he killed a buck the year before. He did. Yeah, yeah. that buck killed a buck. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was kind of cool story. He yeah. killed a he killed a big forky, big one. What? Like yeah, big big on camera. Like this was seen or? Oh no no, no. it was found. Oh okay. And then another in the neighbor's Somebody property on the road, all oh, right on the driveway. So the deer just Gordon Gordon the deer. Yep. Yeah, they were oh. fighting that one lost. Yeah, real deer crazy. Yeah, so so day. he was named Mister Sassy. So he was my first target buck, and then the Forkasaurus showed up on camera, and I'm like, oh no no. Yeah, that was number one. <laughs> <laughs> that's number one right there. Yeah. yeah. And they kept asking me, well, if the other ones walk out, will you shoot them? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then, I mean, I see what pass. happens. So, so teenager comes out, and I passed on him. I was just gonna say, did oh, uh, did wow. did yeah. uh, teenager came yeah. out a couple like three or four days before that. He was three times. You could have got him three times. Yeah. So, yeah. like at ten yards. New trophy hunter. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and Bruce, Bruce gave me hell about that. Oh, I'm man. sure. He's like, what are you doing passing? You don't pass on a buck in San Diego. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know, but he's like, there's no but. Shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> so send it. The next time I saw teenager, I'm like thinking of Bruce the whole time, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh man, gotta pass, gotta pass. It's I cool. Knew this dude was out there. Yeah, and it's cool because you got to see him a rutting buck, like yeah. nose up a doe's ass and yeah. chasing her and stuff. Her like around. it was so oh, wow. pushing. It was. He just gave us a show. Eric, like, you were there too, then. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, gave yeah. the show. Yeah. It it was. You guys still got this guy's number, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, I I I will have to uh, plead the fifth. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. It it was really really cool seeing all that. But the day that I shot my buck, I had never seen him on the hoof. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. And I'm sitting. I knew what time they come through yeah. that area by trail cam footage. So I'm kicking back just. Don't have my bow in my hand, you know. Time's creeping up, but when they start moving, and I'm flipping through Instagram because it's the only social media I have. I'm such a sinner. Should get rid of that. I hate social media. <laughs> Shameless plug again. I hate that shit. But uh, I see something come behind me. Mm-hmm. I look over and I'm like, "Oh crap! That's Forkasaurus." Yeah. I mean, there was no doubt about it. Caught the corner of your eye type thing. Yeah. Right. And he walks like 
10 yards right by me mm-hmm. on a mission. I'm like, and your heart's racing right now. Yeah, and I'm Just like, instant pump. You <laughs> idiot! You don't have your bow in your hand. You can't do nothing now. We get a text. We got a text. That was yeah. rad. So I'm like, crap. So he goes down to the end of where I could see him, and he's messing around, and then he takes off up over the hill. I'm like, okay, well I know where he went. I hope he comes back. And 30 minutes later, man, here come three does. Yeah. And teenager uh-huh. pushing. And then I'm going, well, where's the rest of them? And here comes a doe, and Forkasaurus is sh- shoving her. Yeah, he's pushing her. Yep. <laughs> and she stops, like, right where I can't shoot her. Mm-hmm. And he stops right where I can shoot him. And, and, and she's and like. I've got my bow in my hand. And this is what, <laughs> this is what that, that doe oh, is yeah. like. Come on, Danny. Lay this dude down. Here you yeah. go. Here you go, bone. Yeah. <laughs> and so I. Yeah, I drew back, and, uh, you know, everybody was telling me, you get the shakes, you this. I had guys tell me, man, on their first buck, they they even forgot how to draw. All this stuff, and I've got all this stuff going in my head, and it was like I was shooting in my backyard. Nice. I mean, it was I was as calm as I could possibly be. Okay. And I just leaned back and drew, and I couldn't quite hit him where I wanted to. So I leaned further back because the blind crossbar was yeah. blocking where I needed it. So I creaked my chair, and he turned around and looked at me, and, and then I went, oh, boy, I don't have much choice now. Mm-hmm. It's either shoot him or he's walking. And I just pushed it a little bit harder, and the headrest on my uh, what was on this chair pushed on my shoulder, mm-hmm. and I let the arrow go, and I hit him back. Yeah. And I was like, I was devastated, man. I yeah. was like, damn, I just wounded this deer. That was his first text to this, us. This sucker's going to oh, suffer. What, what was the text? I hit him back? I hit him back. Ah. I, I text, I hit, I hit him back, real back, or something like that. You know, I don't remember the exact words. And um, they're like, don't worry about it. You know, we'll, we'll find him. And uh, they said, just just stay there. We'll get to you. You know, wait about 30 minutes, and, you know, the, the owner's like, I'll, I'll be down to you in about 30 minutes. Just just chill out. And he goes, make a make a little video of, of how it went down. Right. So you remember in this time, 30 minutes from now. That is a, that's a smart thing to do. Yeah. Never really, you know. So I, I did all that, and the whole time I'm just, like, bummed, you know, because the yeah. last thing I want to do is wound a deer. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it happens. We we all know that. If you're, we if talked you, about it earlier. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're going to wound a deer eventually. But um, I was fortunate, man. I I hit the femoral artery, and that dude was dead. Yeah. Quick. Rage mm-hmm. in the cage. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, rage. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Wrong cage, but it was yeah. in a cage. L- little hip action. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. It's crazy. And... um so the uh, so the guys showed up and of course they let me be the first to put my hands on the deer, even though they tell, they, tell they, me this they, how, how far, how far did you go? Oh, yeah, that's about, the important part. What about forty yards? And this is what's so cool about this was Danny got to leave the blind. He got to follow the blood trail. Right. Went, Drove right as over far the as hill, I could. As far and as I could. the deer literally died on the road that he takes to the blind. 
Dude. Wow. Yeah. He had his first hands yeah. on it. It was like. Did we, like, so all, man. you followed the blood and it was good blood. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, I gut shot this thing. There shouldn't be this much blood. Oh, I, well, I fully expected it to be, you know, dirty blood. Right. And they're showing me, you know, yeah. and, and I could only follow a certain way and then it gets rocky. So yeah. I had to go around. Right. Did you find your arrow at all? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I got, got the arrow sitting in the quiver still. Yeah. Yeah. Not washed. Don't. Never. <laughs> Never. Don't. Going hey. on the rack. Yep. Oh yeah. Put it between them. And, uh. Yeah, the, the other guy that was with us, he, he found the arrow, and he brings it to me. He goes, it, it's good blood, man. I'm looking at it and looking at it, and I smelled it. And I'm like, man, there's no gut in that. There, It just can't be. And But you saw you hit back. I knew I hit back. Like yeah. You watched. Yeah, I replayed it in my head a thousand times. Yeah. Thinking, did he move? Did I move? Did what happened, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I knew I hit back. And... I thought I got him at the last, like, last rib maybe, mm -hmm. but I actually hit him a couple inches back further than that, so it went right in the crease um, where his back leg is. Correct. And came out his hip. So um, they pretty much played me at that point because they knew the deer was laying Oh, there. and you guys had seen yeah, well, it. at that in, point, they yeah. had seen it. Okay. I was texting. I was, like, trying. Yeah. I was he, actually Eric, on my way Eric, to a chop site, and I oh. called Oh, I got okay. sick all of a sudden. It was really weird. Yeah, of so course. I, I do a U-turn and yeah, all ass up there. <laughs> right. And, you know, that's kind of what you see in the video. Yeah. Oh, there's a video. Well, in the in the tribute video. Yeah. You see in there, oh, yeah. He yep. throws up his hands yep. and he's like. That was oh. the instant I saw the deer. Yeah. Like, I came up over that ridge on the trail that I used to get in. And I'm looking to my left because I'm not expecting it to be to the right. Right. And there it is. And I'm just like, oh, dude. But did, thank you, did he go down in some like thick brush or? or I'm oh, he was right laying on, on the road. road. He passed out. On the road. <laughs> right, oh, right. On, oh, I'm sorry. The road that he takes on in. The road. the road he would oh, take dang. into the blind. So that's why he's like, he just was on the road. And he's like, because he's looking he kind of up the hill in a sense, like looking to see if yeah, it's up there, but it's like almost yeah, right in front of him. Brush. Yeah, we saw, I'm, I'm tripping. We saw yeah. the video. Yep. Yeah, and I'm like, that dude's laying against the side of the road. Yeah. So I, I rolled up on him, prayed, thanked the Lord for the harvest, and Gosh. and uh, just respect for the deer, you know. Good deer. Like driving up there, it was yeah. like like getting on my truck and seeing him like by his buck and like. Oh, you you him. rolled up and he'd already. Found oh yeah, him. I yeah. do. I did. I did a. He tried to I, felt, break I started me feeling half. better. Did he? <laughs> so he literally. Feeling better. <laughs> Dude, so and that that buck lived up to his name, Forkasaurus. Because yes. I'll tell you right now. There's some people that have been hunting for years in San Diego. It's awesome. And they haven't put a buck down like that. It's good. Years in San Diego. It's awesome. You awesome. blessed, man. And it, this is like my thought. You you clearly had other hunters with you that have been hunting for a while, right? That came up to help you find this deer. Yeah. When you're telling other hunters like, hey, dude, I gut shot. Basically, I gut shot this deer. Yeah. Like I hit him too far back. Yeah. Um, Like at what point did those other hunters think to themselves, there's no way you got shot this deer. I mean, dude, there's too much blood on the ground. Probably right when they saw the deer because he was so close. Yeah. yeah. I just you know? remember thinking like his, his rage, he has like these chisel tip, like two inch cut or something. Yeah. Like, I mean, when he, the ones they don't when I knew he hit it, yeah. when, he, when we got that text, I was like, it's, there's no way it, it's, it's been devastated. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to yeah. be, 
it's going to be fine, you know. And our only thing was we just wanted to, they were, you know, we just didn't want to wait too long. And then <laughs> what's one that you got came to check on, you're like, oh, Jesus, well, it's right here. Right. You know, and it was just, I mean. Because they had to come to get me. They had mm-hmm. to come in on the road that I mm-hmm. come in and out of. Yeah. So they had to pass my deer to come get me. Oh, so they played you the whole time. The whole time. They're waiting oh, wow. for me to get up That's there. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. They, knew. Oh, well, they knew. They knew, but they, they were probably knew. like, oh, yeah. dude, this isn't our deer yeah. to find. Yeah, they walked. They literally walked out and around so their footprints weren't even around it. Oh, because they were walking down and went, yeah. oh, there it is. Let's go around. Yeah. yeah, Dude. And then took me on this little excursion following the blood for a while. And well, I, dude, I didn't, I I didn't loved know it. that. That's awesome. I loved it. I mean, it made the experience... Unbelievable. Yeah, you got to experience it a lot. I mean, you got, you got to experience everything. The highs, the lows, yes. the skunks, the, the bow hunting. The, just bow hunting. Yeah, I mean, bow hunting. Yes. And that's what made it so cool. Like, it was dude. it was just like, dude, this guy deserves this. Like, he deserves every little moment of whatever this is for him. This is his. And it was, it was super awesome. That's rad. I, I think the thing that is the biggest blessing to me about it is. First of all, my freezer's got meat in it. Yeah. And it's really good, by the way. It's amazing, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never, ever had beef jerky that good. Oh, dude. Well, it's and, deer and jerky. jerky. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, not, that, that's an insult to call it beef jerky. But uh, I've never had jerky that good. Yeah. But the whole experience, I probably experienced in eight days mm-hmm. or even – if, if we even went back to when Bruce first took me, so for one entire year, I probably experienced more in one entire year than some hunters have experienced in their life. Oh, yeah. You know, in San Diego. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, to see what I got to see. I, yeah. Those fighting, rutting. Yeah. Blowing. Blowing. Oh, blowing. Oh, yeah. Was blowing so off that, yeah. That about scared me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sound like a blow off valve on a oh, turbo V. I'm like, what the? That, the what whole, was that? The whole mountain range just yeah. echoed. Yeah. And uh, not letting my not silencing my phone. When yeah. We get in there. Eric's not silencing his phone. <laughs> oh, you <my> you, <laughs> you experienced what it's like to experience hunting the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I, you know? I, I appreciate it. Dude. I really do. I appreciate the, the experience. And, I, and there's no way I can do it without the people that have helped me from the very beginning of Bruce telling me to come to the shop right all the way through everybody I mean, that I've been yeah part of. yeah give it yeah absolutely shout out to like you know James mm-hmm. and Tove taking them out there and Bruce taking them out mm-hmm. like that yeah. that Bruce. takes Bruce personal Renee time and to, to awesome. go out and build that that ground blind for me that first year mm-hmm. and, and then pre-run the thing for me mm-hmm. and drag me out there and let's get this right and yeah and then Bruce take me out there I mean you know, he had to get me into the blind before he could go to his. Yeah. So, I mean, you just, and then Eric and, and, and the rest of the guys that, that helped this year, taking time out of, the, out of their hunt. Right. Hunting time so that I could hunt. But look, dude, I mean, you're absolutely right. Everybody's helping in, but it's, it's not, it's not, it's not, oh, we got to help Danny. It's Danny's our friend. Well, that's what Thank it you. comes exactly. back to the, yeah. the brotherhood thing yeah. from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. It's like Bruce going out. He's not doing that because 
you feel right. sorry for you or anything. That's not right. what these guys are doing this shit for. Exactly. Man, they're your he, friend. He's like, he, yeah. he lives the same thing I do. Let me let me help this guy out. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what. Dude, you guys are all freaking friends, man. And and it gives me the chills right now. That's exactly what I would do for all my friends. Yeah. And that's something I That's what he would do for yeah. any one of us. It's like, no question, that's what he'd do, man. For sure. I, I, I love it, man. I, I love everything <laughs> so, about it. So- there was one thing when one of the other guys that was helping us, he was jumping around like a little kid. I kid you not, like a three-year-old yeah. that got its first balloon. <laughs> Just <laughs> bouncing around, so excited for me. And that's how I felt inside. He was dis- displaying exactly what I felt inside at that moment. Dude. seeing that deer and just being there with that deer sitting in my lap and dude it i it's a brotherhood yeah like i said before cycling remember when i said mm-hmm. cycling this surpasses the feelings i had from that yeah because in that industry like many industries you're only as good as what you can give somebody you know they only want you for what you have right hunting's not like that no that's no not. and Dude. this is the first sport that i've ever done that i had to pay for my own stuff well some of my own stuff eric well right <laughs> right it's, it's eric, like it's like eric clothed me but you know it's like you you love what i love so let's right. help each other out dude yeah, exactly. It, it, exactly well put and it's like how eric said came over he's like oh, i'm just gonna be over here for 15 minutes at your house right where we're at right now yeah you guys clearly clicked right away and that's what happens when you become friends Right, yeah. and you communicate, you conversate, and you could, during these conversations, these guys, this guy's rad. This guy's rad, and then you thought that, dude, this guy's cool shit. That's what I thought about him. Well, I mean, Danny, <laughs> Danny, you're blind conversations. We can't talk. But about you, you're that kind of person, man. Like I just met you today, but I felt like I've known you for a yeah. while. Yeah, I mean, I just walking away from here. It's not going to be. Oh, those were the R two R guys that came up. That's not exactly. how this is going to be. Like this right. is how every time we record with somebody. I mean, we've had a few people that like we've recorded with and we don't stay in contact with right i mean but that's just i think that's just life life, yeah dude shane dorian shane dorian tell me he is a bow hunting freak dude and he gave you a shout out you know what dude that's cool yeah but (laughs) i was reading through those i was reading through those comments and there was more than a few other people other than shane dorian too i was was shocked i saw the muley freaks yeah i saw uh, yeah yeah uh heartland bow hunter oh that's rad that blew me away because that's my favorite show Really That's cool. Is and it? There, oh, there yeah. was someone else. I, I, I forgot who it was. There was someone else, right? Oh man, there's so many people. Um, all, all of San Diego. If you had a tag, you Huntsman's you saw that Creed. Page. I think did too. I think Huntsman's Creed said something. But, Dude, there, um, there's it. It's a like you said. It's a brotherhood. It is. We all. We all. Like I said earlier, man. We all fucking bicker. Of like, course. We all at one point. Hey, man, quit taking shots like that. Or hey, I don't like what you're doing. Whatever. But at the end of the day, man, we all get together. We all support each other. Mm-hmm. We we all are passionate about the things we do, right? And that's what brings us together. And I will tell you right now, like, there's few things in my life that has ever brought me closer to other like other human beings than a general respect and and urge to hunt, right? Like, if you're a hunter, we instantly have stuff in common. Yeah. And and I'm interested in you. Right. right. Because you are a hunter. I want to know like your experiences. I want to know what you've done. I want to know what you've, you, you know what I mean? Your hunting experiences, how you got into it, how you've come up. 
right? And and that is the community of what we have. Like that's why people listen to this podcast. Sure, they don't listen to me. I mean, they don't give a. Sh- I mean, I'm sure <laughs> they, they listen to us. They want to hear but, about hunting, but they want right. to hear about hunting. They, you know, they want to hear your story. They want to hear other stories. Now, unfortunately, it's hard to get people on a podcast. Not a lot of people like to talk. I mean, it is it, podcasting is not easy, and I don't blame them. But we all have something in common, and we're all hunters, and we're all hunting for the right reasons. And the right? cool thing too is, um, <laughs> in in cycling you brag about the places that you ride. Right. Okay. You tell everybody where you rode and hunting. It's the opposite. Oh yeah. I had to learn that. Tove mm-hmm. had to teach me that real fast one day. Yeah. You don't tell people where you hunt. Right. You know, and there's mutual respect about that. Yeah. Generally speaking. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, you're going to have, you're going to have some of those guys that, uh, <laughs> that we're making faces. You're, you're going to have some of those guys that, um, don't know how to keep their mouth shut. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> and, and, and I wanted to share that. Yeah. You know, I really did. I wanted to say, Oh, so-and-so and so-and-so. And so and so and Oh, but I hunt D 16. Yeah. That's it. That's all you got to tell them. That's it. I'm a so Where did you hunt? San Diego. So cowboy. Yeah. Well, I know when he shot that deer, I was like, I can't wait to do this next year. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I can't wait to do it. Dude. It's awesome. I, I, you know? I find like, I love pulling the trigger or hitting the release. Like, I love doing that, but I also like hunting with friends and watching my friends find success. Yeah. I packed out more of my friends' deers than I have of my own, and I still feel accomplished by doing that. Just, you filled your tag, Danny. You were the one that filled that tag, but believe me, bro, everybody else harvested that deer, too. That's right. And they, they, I mean... Look at Eric right here. He's a pumped as shit. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like we they were all they were all successful. You were successful, but everybody was successful. It was a team event for you sure. You mentioned like going out of state and stuff, and like I mentioned to him, you know, I I, I like to plan these crazy like trips. And I yeah. was like, Dude, next ahead. year, mm-hmm. I was like, Arizona, man, like we can go. I was like, I, I was start, you know, I'll rent a toy hauler. Yeah. We'll get you in there. Like maybe you can't go hunting until maybe he gets that one chair you want to get, hopefully. But like yeah, if you could he go. can't go, he can just like you say, be glassing up in the truck with me, and like driving around, Dude, like be yeah. part of that stuff, they're, be they're, part of a camp. You're absolutely right. Deer camp is unbelievable. That's something everybody should experience. Mm-hmm. A good deer camp is something that like you will remember for the rest of your life. That being said, a lot of these out of state units, dude, you're gonna hunt from a truck. Yeah, like you can road hunt, and yeah. you don't need, you know, like you're in a truck, and there's no shame. And they're, oh, dude, I, man, I, there's something, nothing wrong with good old road no, hunt. Absolutely not. I love it. Dude, yeah. you know, in like some states, like with a crossbow, you can like mount it in a mm-hmm. certain way of thinking your truck because because mm-hmm. it can shoot from trucks with your guns if you're disabled in some states. I mean, you, you can, can do that in California, I think. In Arizona, I mean. I think it's here you can do that too. Why not? Yeah. But I'm oh, just yeah. saying like. With a crossbow, you can. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying like you should experience it and and you're not, you got to just go with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, go have a good time. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And that's that's the plan. I mean, if 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 my body will allow me, yeah. I want to go. You should. You know. Absolutely. I want to hunt every chance I get. Dude. And we'll do it for you, dude. Being like, being a part of you, man. Yeah. We'll do it for you. Check this out too. Like there's a lot of units. There's a handful of units that I've hunted and we'll discuss out there, right? That yeah. you don't have to be you literally glass deer from the road. 
and you go in on them to kill them, right? Right, right? But being part of that, glassing up deer, yeah, that is so fun for me. That's what I love doing. I love glassing. Now you get behind a good set of optics, you're on a tripod, you're sitting there and you're glassing. You're moving your tripod. You're moving that pan head. And you come, oh, there's deer. Like, I mean, watch the yeah. Bow Disciple video. I mean, look at James and his dad. They do it all day yeah. long. Yeah. Now, that's, granted, that's they're okay. like, they're wherever they're at. I don't know where they're at. But don't you find, I mean, you, yeah, I that do, would I enjoy. Do. I, I could, he pulled I those binos glass. off a warship. Those things that he uses? Yeah. Those binos? I think they're, they're, they're called like doctors or something, aren't they? Barskis? 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 No, they Barskis. No. No. no, am I those, those are not they're Barskis. They're six feet long. Well, I, mean, I mean, dude puts down deer. Heck dude, yeah, he but, does. But I'm saying like that type of hunting is super enjoyable. I yeah. love doing it. You should try it. Enjoy yeah, it. I'm, I'm more than up for... I'm dragging Arizona next year. Go. I have no problem man. going and, and Go. just being the, gla- the guy that glasses and says, hey, man, the, the, the watching someone go to the right, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. That type of stuff. I, I'm all for that awesome because stuff. I don't have to be the one pulling the trigger. I was just the fortunate one that got to pull the trigger this time. Yeah, that coo- that coos buck I shot this year, me and my buddy were arguing on who's going to go in on it. I'm like, dude, go. I don't want you to do it. I don't want you know, like I like watch. I like being part of it. Anyways, yeah, you'll love it, dude. Yeah, yeah, Danny. But uh, just want to let you know something that. All right. Uh, yeah. So a few of the guys here kind of put something together, and they're gonna. Uh, be putting the proceeds towards your shoulder mount on your buck. So they came up with this idea for shirts. So I'll post a shirt online. I'll post it on uh, Instagram. But uh, so for every shirt that we sell, it's going to go towards the shoulder mount for your buck. Heck yeah. So you get to look at that every day in your, in your living room or wherever you decide to put, uh, yeah, hang them up at. That's rad. And just know that. That's so rad. We're going we're gonna to help you out, bud. Yeah. Get that done. Awesome, it's gonna be cool, ain't it? Camp Dirty Meadows, thank you so much. <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's a sick shirt, that's dude. right. There's, there's a, a lot of people you know supporting this, so we'll, really? we'll discuss that after. But uh, that's cool, man. Yeah, you dude. heard it first here, bud. That's it, yep. man, dude. That's rad, that's rad, man. That's We're gonna rad. get it done. So, if you notice, it's the forky, it's that same buck, yeah. <laughs> isn't that <laughs> cool? I'll, I'll post a shirt, but we're looking at Danny Meadows in a tree stand with his chair. Hey man, that's and a he's full. Right he's there. he's full draw that. on his forky, <laughs> dude. That, <laughs> that's your forky, bro. That's okay. <laughs> right here, we can pull myself up in that dude, up in a tree check stand out, right there. Check out that shirt, man. That's yeah. what it's all about, right there. That's cool, man. Yeah. All right, I gotta get that tattooed, dude. Ain't that rad? Right, there, you there you go, go man. man. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's sweet. That's right. That's going on my arm. That's there all there is to it. That's yeah, awesome, we'll, we'll get that sent to you, and we'll uh, oh, get these man. shirts out as soon as possible. Thanks, man. Dude, well, listen, man. We're blessed and, and super happy to have you on this podcast, man. It's great to be able to hear your story and get it out to the listeners. Very inspirational. And, and man, we appreciate it, dude. And now you might have to deal with this coming to shoot at your yeah, range. Yeah, you're definitely going to have to deal with this coming down. I would hope so. Yeah, we're coming down. I might come out this weekend. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> dude, I'm I mean, looking, I'm looking there's some guys that live closer that never seem to show up and shoot. Oh, well, I, I can't speak on their behalf, but I can tell you that uh, you're a pleasure to be around, man, and, and uh, we'd love to hang out with you and shoot with you, man. you got a great range, great personality. Dude, right on, bro. You guys are always Just welcome. in your only season, man. That's right. It's going to be a thing. Got to do your thing, uh, bro. I'm, I'm going to backtrack a little bit, but uh, I saw photos of uh, you had a 3D shoot the other day. I did. Or a couple weeks ago. Yeah, How'd yeah. that go? Dude, first 3D shoot. That was so fun. Yeah. I recommend that for everybody. Where was this yeah. at? It was in Alpine, the at, Lem- at, the, at the gun club, gun and rod, Lemon Grove, Lemon Grove, yeah. gun and rod, yeah. yeah, okay, 
Yeah, and did that shoot before. The funniest thing, man. So I couldn't see some of the targets, and that's okay. I didn't care. I lost three arrows. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I it didn't is. care. I yeah. went there just to have fun and experience. It's what it's about. And uh, um, I had to be pushed a couple times mm-hmm. in some spots. Yeah, which was they're questionable. Questionable. (laughs) I could have been been left in this one spot easily (laughs) or made a target. But um, there was one target. These There was like four or five people ahead of us, and they're griping, man. This target, oh, this, that, this. And they look at me, and they go, you ain't going to be able to shoot that target. They told you that? Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. You you can't. You're not even going to see it. And I said, well, I'll try it anyway. Yeah. I hit it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Hell so, yeah. so did everybody else in our group. Oh, yeah, see, wow. that's what I'm talking about. Dude, you know, so it was. I hope a blast. those guys hear this podcast. That's yeah. right. You I bunch know. of <laughs> whining snivelers. <laughs> <laughs> Just shoot and shut. So up. was it, Eric? You went to that shoot last time we had it for season opener. Was that set up almost the same? Uh, how, how yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty. Pretty much the same. That over the water shot, mm-hmm. and then Dude, yep. that's a good one. Yeah, that so, one was cool. I yeah. lost two well, arrows, did, like, two targets. That's only like you only. Like, yeah, yeah, it was the third and fourth target with the only targets I didn't shoot. Oh, really? I, I lost arrows on the, that uh, mule deer on the high ridge. I think it was like a 95-yard shot. Yeah, me too, man. That one in the ram, <laughs> I think, was about 100. <laughs> oh, oh, we yeah. didn't have that long. No, they weren't that long shots? That would have been a long shot. I would have tried it. Yeah. Ooh, a, those long shots are crazy, man. That's yeah. when you just don't bring your good arrows. Yeah, no. you got to have some trash yeah. arrows in the quiver. Yeah, have, nope. have a few. we got some yeah. scratches. Yeah, yeah. bomb a trasher. That's yeah, sick, dude. That was fun. I, I, I want to do more 3D shot well, shoots. Next time you go out to a 3D shoot, hopefully we're invited yeah, to shoot we, with you. Yeah, we'll definitely yes. go with you. Join your party. Please. Yeah. Please. You know? That'd be sweet. Well, I go when, when, when Eric drags me. So Yeah. Well, and hopefully. Tells, and when they tell me. I think there it, might be three know. of us dragging you next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. sure. You the guy, and the guy that runs uh, SoCal Mule, he lets me know. And yeah. All that oh, Travis? Travis, yeah, he's a good Travis, dude, man. Yeah. Big shout out to Travis. He's okay. I'll take him. Next year, <laughs> next year, if you get that one chair, we're trying to get on some public land to like yeah. maybe fill a tag. Yeah, man. If that chair happens, I can go 35 miles on a chart. So oh, dude. Wow. Go off road. And I can carry somebody's gear. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Dude. Well, you guys all back off. Yeah, you all back off. I'm just going to ride on the back. That's all. Right on. Yeah. Well, listen, dude. Like I said earlier, man, thank you for letting us hear your story and get it out. And, and man, you're an inspiration, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen up, guys. Um, that was Danny Meadows' uh, story, and and make sure you check him out. Hit him up on social media. What's your tag name? Like um, Eric, you know what it is? I think it's Danny underscore Meadows. I I put the last picture I just posted. Oh, okay. He's tagged in there, so okay. check our page, and then you'll see Danny. Yeah, check him out. You know, check his thing out. Do your thing. I hate social media, but you guys can do whatever you want on it. If you guys want to ask me any questions, whatever you got going on, man, I'm sure hey, Danny, feel free to hit us up sure. and hit uh, us up for those t-shirts we're going to be selling for Danny. Absolutely. And uh, hit us up or hit uh, SD Muley's up. Yep. They're going to be uh, cross-promoted between the two. And in... and the swinging dick. Oh, yeah. Swinging dick. So we'll, we'll figure SD it out. Eric. Yeah. <laughs> SD Eric, you know, so we'll put it all together. And if you guys want to contribute, go ahead. And, and there's some badass shirts coming. So, you know, reach out to us. Uh, like I said, you want to get at Danny, go ahead and do that. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot. And once again, man, thanks for coming on here, bro. Thank you so much. No problem, guys. Adios. <laughs>